Well, thanks for joining us today on the Splash Podcast, covering all current issues, the shortage of salt, supply and demand, the state of our industry continuing to grow. We have a chat with Australian Swim Schools Association's Emily McNeil in the lead up to the Splash Expo. Uh, We talk all things going on today. And look, of course, the top five online news stories for you as well. Get ready. It's a big one. Ready, set, splash. Making chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader, winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. Flash is back. Welcome to another podcast episode. I am joined today by none other than the big dog, Luke Daly. How are you? Woof, woof. I am wonderful. I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. It's such a privilege to be on here with you, David, talking all things Splash. This has been a wet season, uh, particularly on the east coast of Australia. We have seen floods and rain and lots and lots of impact. And there's some flow-on impacts. Well, flow-on. There you go. There's a flood of impact uh, on our industry, isn't there, Luke? No need to be salty about your jokes, David. It's fine, mate. Tell us about that. What is going on with the salt situation? What are you hearing with your big floppy doggies to the ground, Luke? Yeah, you know, what a flooded market that we've got at the moment, but not with salt. I, uh, we'll try and come up with some better puns as we go, but every conversation you seem to have, every comment I swear I see on Facebook. Now, that could indicate how small my friendship network is, David. So I don't want to highlight how sad I am in real life, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's there's chatter about it. I mean, I have a pool. It needs, I don't know, something like 10 bags of salt at this point in time, and I, I can't seem to find any. But the the articles in the magazine, here's David, the Splash Magazine, and then also on, on splashmagazine.com.au really start to highlight it, don't they? You know, Peter Newton, we've got a comment from here, who's a GM of Cheatham Salt. Doesn't fill me with much hope, Luke. Are you ready for this quote? Uh, one of the biggest suppliers of pool salt to the market, and this is what Peter Newton says, he cannot determine when the current shortage of pool salt in the eastern states of Australia will end. Awesome. It's a little bit nihilistic, isn't it? It doesn't really fill you with any hope. Yeah, and uh, you've got Olsen as well, uh, CEO there, David Dwyer, saying they're having trouble keeping up. Well, yep, I'd say that's about right. I don't think we're breaking any new news or ground here today. Uh, manufacturing at 100% capacity, it's just that the demand is massive. It's, it's a hot topic. If we, if we have a look at, and I'm sure that we'll get to it at some point, the top five online news stories, but they, it's a very present topic. I think I saw one of, one of my SPARSA members, actually, uh, Reliable Pool Care, was on Channel 7 News, I think, last week talking about it. Um, and yeah, just access is, is very tough to come by. I mean, it's one thing to say we should have more of it, but it's another thing to you know, move this stuff around. I remember being, I was in Cairns with um, Alan's pool shop up there, Tony. Yep. And I swear he's like, I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, we've talked on this podcast before about shipping, but he's almost not the, the pool salt mafia up there, but he seems to have a heck of a lot of it. Like he'd had, he'd recently, oh, he's like a salty godfather. He's the, he, that's the one I'm looking for, the salt yeah. godfather. So no, just it, with all the issues around um, supply chain in terms of 
you know, everything coming in from overseas, it's sometimes easier to drop it in that far north Queensland ports. Um, and so Tony had had two, two containers delivered only recently. I'm sitting there going, mate, send some of that down to Brisbane, mate. Let's start a racket. Yeah, no, North Queensland actually does have a little bit of salt, strangely enough, but the rest of the state, New South Wales and down into Victoria, g'day and around the place, uh, you are struggling to get your hands on it. So, Luke, what does that mean for our industry? What are we seeing? The consequences of not having salt to keep uh, salt up to chlorinators is that we need to ramp chlorinators down so that we don't keep on damaging the, the cells in there, the electrodes in there, and wear away at those plates and burn chlorinators out. Or, you know, conversely, not be able to produce enough chlorine to keep that pool sanitized. The consequence of that is something's got a sanitizer and that typically will, you know, a salt chlorinator, salt chlorinated pool owners, including myself, um, have to revert to typically granular. There is a shift in the market. We don't know. It is interesting. Uh, the, the big salt CEOs not knowing when this is going to come to an end. So we wait and see. Obviously, look, let's let's continue that conversation then about supply and demand. It feels like we've been talking about this for a long time and it doesn't look like there's an end in sight. At some point, Luke, we're going to see a drop off on the builds compared, you know, the three-month period to the three-month before, the year on the year before. Page 13 is always the Cordell stats. I'm excited. I mean, this could be and should be the new norm in terms of numbers. It's yeah. it's really exciting. The appetite for people to have a pool, the appetite for people to have those lifestyles that a pool or a spa brings to their backyard is remaining and and doesn't seem to be slowing down. And I mean, We've got the 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 Sydney Pool Show has just happened. Uh, what a great event that was. And the Brisbane Pool Show is not too far away. So the appetite's there. The people are still turning up. They still want what we've got as an industry. So, and I mean, who can blame them? It's a great lifestyle. Yeah, 100%. I, it does seem to be slowing down that, that growth. I suspect, you know, you're right. We are hitting a new normal. We're looking for a long, thick tail here that never goes back to those uh, previous numbers. But with so many new pools being built, the aftermarket now for our industry, for uh, our retailers, our service, our maintenance, our equipment guys, anyone who deals in that aftermarket, which is a whole lot of you out there, you know, more and more homes and families will be engaging in swimming. So that's more swimming lessons as well. That's never going back now. Those pools are out there. They are in the ground and, and being used for the generations ahead, Luke. And almost too hard to fill in at times, I think. And why would you want to either? Excuse me. Boy, why would that even be an option, Luke? Shouldn't what be an option. What better space in the backyard than uh, than what our industry does, mate? Turn it into a pond at the very least. No, look, and it, it, you're right. <laughs> you once are that, having a day, aren't you, Luke? I'm good to go. I'm I'm happy. I love my pool. I would never never turn my pool. It's too big to be good a to pond. Hear. It could be like a lake, I guess, or a dam. But uh, no, this is where we're at. This is where we are at now. You know, I, I think a rising tide you know, floats all ships. I hope, hopefully I haven't butchered that quote completely. Um, if we've got more going in now, it means that as we keep going, the demand for everything increases as we continue to search forward, David. Speaking of you sort of having a day, I know something that will make you happy. When we come back after a short break, we are going to be launching into the top five online news stories. And look, have I got a treat for you? You'd never believe this, but I've, I've never even had one lesson. And so I've got I've got a new intro for top five online news stories for you, Luke. I'm I'm ready for it, mate. I can't wait to come back from after the break. Or maybe maybe I won't come back. We'll find out. Hey, 
1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com.au today. Top five online news stories, yeah. I would 100% never guess that you had had a lesson. That was truly terrible. Well, look, genius is often misunderstood. Um, as, I mean, to those who don't understand, yes. As insanity. Right. All right, top five online news stories. Let's let's nail two with one because we've already covered it today, and that is salt runs dry as impact of flooding hits, and pool salt shortage continues on Australian east coast. So that is something that, yeah, again, we're not breaking any new news here. Uh, that is something you are all experiencing and we're seeing, and that's been two of the five top five online news stories. Very greedy, isn't it? Hogging, yeah. hogging two of the top five. Look, this one's been here, I think, last magazine as well. David, but Sparza WA calling in the police to investigate financial discrepancies. Um, Sparza WA have recently had their AGM uh, and presented the new annual report. So have a look at that. We obviously look forward to that one being resolved pretty quickly. More answers coming out on what's uh, what's happened there. And we will present that to you, dear industry and listeners, as it comes to hand. What else have we got in the top five online news stories? Yeah. Well, still just sticking with the floods or coming back to the floods, let's just say that. In light of the salt shortages, there's also filthy pools when people's garden beds wash in. Or I loved, not that it's got to do with this article, so I apologize for the tangent there, dear listeners, but there was a photo that circulated recently and it was that pool that had been built kind of 100 mil higher than what its planned datum height was. And it was a strategic decision because the pool builder went, you know what, I think we should build this 100 mil higher just in case. You know, the 100-year mark of floods were X height. And mm. he goes, no, no, let's put it 100 mil higher. There's a photo out there. It's beautiful where the Brisbane River, I think it was, or one of the rivers that broke its bank came up and sitting about 50 mil below the lip of this pool. <laughs> and you have, you've got this stark blue pool, which is remarkable. And then on the other side of the wall, which is out of ground, is just brown river. Awful. So had the pool builder not been smart enough to drop it down that 100 mil, uh, sorry, lifted up that extra 100 mil, he would have had to have read this article here, David, which would have added to the top five online news stories of how to clean swimming pools after storms and floods. Well, there's been a lot of need for that, but that is a cool picture indeed and a little bit of foresight and willingness to invest in, a, uh, I suppose, an insurance of that extra 100 mil is pretty good. Rounding out the top five online news stories, yeah, uh, the Melbourne Pool and Spa Lifestyle Expo success proves consumers are ready to buy, as did what's happened in Sydney, but we do. And again, we're not breaking any new ground or news here and we're telling you what you're already seeing and knowing. We've got consumers who are demanding our service and our product, and that's a really cool thing. And so that rounds out the top five online news stories. And do you want to have a bet here, David? Like, shall we have a bet that in two months' time, so next time this magazine publishes, David, that we could almost cut the word Melbourne out of that Melbourne Pool and Spa Lifestyle Expo and insert the word Sydney and Brisbane. Do you think I can stake that wage now? Do you want to take that one on or not? 
Yeah, look, I, I agree. And I think even at some point you might even see Adelaide and New Zealand in there as well. G'day Kiwis. You've got later in the year. You've got your awards dinner coming up. You've got your expo coming up, Kiwis. So much going on. You've got I actually they're gonna be I'm gonna get Jonty Mills, who's the GM for Spars and the Industry Peak Body in New Zealand on this uh, as well. The magazine talks about what's going on in New Zealand. Kiwis, you should look at it. Non-Kiwis, you should look at it. Um, Cert 3 in pool and spa maintenance coming up. Cert 4 in pool building coming up in New Zealand, expected by quarter three this year. A unified industry for the first time, genuinely breaking ground uh, to have their industry recognised, career pathways developed in New Zealand. Uh, sorry, mate, I've just gone off on a tangent, Luke, but there is awesome stuff going on with our Kiwi brothers and sisters. Well, that's an easy tangent to go off on because there's so much going on over there. Yeah, it, it's really actually very exciting how quick that's all happened. And uh, Jonty over there working with industry. So make sure you do read that article. And I'm going to get Jonty on this show for an interview as well so that we can hear direct from him about what's going on in Kiwi. And even better, I am told there are plane loads absolute plane loads more than ever of you Kiwi contingent coming over to the Splash Trade Show. We cannot wait to see you. We will welcome you with a big cure or a g'day or whatever the heck you want. High fives and hugs. Come on over New Zealand. Uh, You always represent, but I hear you are representing in a bug bug way this year. Hey, I reckon we should take a cheeky quick peek uh, at the calendar, things that are coming up. Luke, what have we got to be aware of? I was going to say, I don't don't think there's going to be anything quick about this. There's so much to uh, mark in the calendar and be a part of. So, you know, by this point in time, I mean, this weekend, David, is the election. So that is uh, always a big consideration for our industry as people lobby and have a a big election in the morning. Me too. I actually, I mean, I may stand alone in this. And again, I've already highlighted the fact that I'm kind of a loser in terms of having pools pop up on my Facebook feed all the time. But I actually love a good election day. The sausage sizzle, the smell, saying no to those people who I don't want to support, rubbing it in their faces, then coming home, getting the popcorn and watching, what do I watch? Who's that I like the bloke? ABC coverage. I've got to oh, tell you. I can't do the ABC. No, I like no, the no. ABC coverage. The Anthony, someone who stands up there and then you've got the schneid politicians barking at each other across their two tables. Channel 7 for me that um, I can't remember his name. He strikes. It's it's it's, it's not coming to me at the moment. Grant Denya? Hey. Are you a Grant Denya fan? Is that what's going <laughs> no, on here? No, no, I don't. I, no, I'm not into short blokes. There's so much on the calendar. So the election's this weekend. And then the week after, we've got the Queensland Pool and Spa Lifestyle Expo, which is rounding out for a massive, massive expo. Yeah. Uh, Following that, we have a little bit of a break, only a three-week, three-and-a-half-week break, I think, before Splash, David. Yeah, well, look, I, I don't know that we've mentioned that enough on the show. June 22, 23, you You're going to be there. It's going to be awesome. So the Australian mm. Swim Skills Association also have their conference there, the Waves Breakfast with Brooke Hansen. I left and out And also a lot. the golf, the golf on the Friday. You didn't mention site tours. You didn't talk about the seminars. You did talk about seeing me there, but that's probably one of the most important things. So that's all happening. Uh, July 2 is the Sparza WA Awards Gala. Um, actually, I skipped over the SA, the South Australia Northern Territory. That is happening on July 1 and 2. Um, yep. So straight after Splash, mate, we are into awards season, which is is massive. July is awards season now. Yeah, uh, rumour out there, that'll do for the calendar for now looking forward. The rumour out there, mate, vicious, vicious rumours about the industry awards this year through Spars Australia, Luke, is that there was uh, over a 
thousand entries for our industry wanting to be involved. That is a new record. Yeah, that's that's insane. The the engagement there uh, with wanting to be a part of these awards is is, is truly huge. So um, continually expanding, I think, in integrity, uh, but also in volume uh, and the competitiveness. The competition is keeps on rising it gets hotter and hotter every year so yeah good representation from new zealand in these awards this year as well we've got some virtual awards this year so that's like grab your team like if you're in these if you're not celebrate with industry on the friday afternoon ahead of each of the expos in each region grab them have a lunch um celebrate with them because uh you guys and the teams of which you guys run or are part of uh make uh, the product at the end of the day. So that's 100%. all the regional awards. Um, and I suppose so let me put an asterisk on that. It's not a, a true tension because it's actually relevant here, yeah. but a lot of people are used to having the national awards at Splash, aren't they, David? And I've heard, heard that a lot around the paddock, but this year, due to the timing of Splash being a bit earlier, the national awards will be held uh, later in the year on September the 2nd, along with the leadership convention. So just as an asterisk on that, because I'm still having a lot of chatter, hearing a lot of chatter about that. Uh, yep. So I just wanted to highlight that today, Dave. As we've talked about, bring your team along on that Thursday night instead of awards to the after party. It'll be it'll be fun. Good people will be at Splash. There are good people all through our industry doing good things. I want to talk about that. Um, Derek from Daisy, as he has done in the past, his variety club bash, getting out and about there, doing a lot, which is fantastic. Uh, another one there, the pool industry rallying for charity. Oh, you mentioned him before, our uh, our gangster mate from uh, from Cairns, Tony Rodder. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's been raising some money there. Make sure you uh, have a little read on that story and support where you can. And uh, I love it, Gold Member. Haywood have been a part of that. You'll uh, you can find out a bit more about that. But I think these things are worth celebrating. Our industry getting involved in building communities. Uh, another one of those, uh, if I recall, was Evo Heat as well. Uh, we're raising money for a good cause, being Absolutely. the um, Lismore Flood Relief. Thank you. Evo Heat for what you've been doing to raise money down there. We've got a good industry, don't we? It's a privilege to be a part of, and I suppose keep your eyes out there too. Um, one of the categories I'm really excited about for the Awards of Excellence this year is the Community Project Awards. So there's a lot of stuff that our industry doesn't talk about. I know of a lot of, of retailers, suppliers, builders out there who do things um, yep. for charity because everyone knows that our product and I mean industry-wide, our products enhance wellness and lifestyle. So 100%. Um, cerebral palsy, physically disabled kids, adults, that kind of thing, making it easy for people to access or raising funding for people to have access to these products, our products. Keep your eye out for that category this year. I'm really impressed with some of the nominations from that, David. Luidra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to Magnapool today. I am joined by Emily McNeil from the Australian Swim Schools Association right now. How are you, Emily? I'm great, thanks, Dave. How are you? I'm really good. Hey, we are down on the Gold Coast today. It's, the, the weather's not great. It's really not. It's very dreary and cold. What a wet old uh, summer and into winter it's been. But the good news is it's raining now 
And so with what's coming up with Splash in just a few short weeks, we're going to see better weather here. Emily, can you arrange that? You're a local Gold Coast girl. It'll be bright and sunny by end of June, let's be honest. Okay, perfect, which is exactly how we want it to be as you all book your plane tickets, accommodation and come up. So tell me, um, Emily, ASA uh, does its conference around Splash. Tell us what's going on with the Australian Swim Schools Association conference. Yeah, so we've got our national conference in conjunction with the Splash Pool and Spa Trade Expo again this year. It's the third year we've run it. In we conjunction love with you having guys, you guys there. Which we love being involved with you guys. So it's a three-day event, 21st to 23rd of June at the Gold Coast Convention Centre. Now that the skies are reopening and the swim school world can get back together, we're really excited <sighs> to have everyone gather again. And we can get on planes. Have some fun and yeah. And, we can go and cool places like the Gold Coast. Exactly. And network in person. Zoom's been awesome, Oof. but you just can't beat that in-person, face-to-face interaction, can you, Dave? You can and it is nice to see your face again. Yeah, so we've got international um, presenters and national presenters and we've also got quite a few international delegates and uh, people from around the country who have already registered to attend. So we're going to have a couple of hundred people, friendly wow. faces back in action wow. together again. So very much looking forward to it. You guys will really be making a splash at Splash. We will. That's the idea. And all of our delegates have the opportunity to also visit the Trade Expo. Um, so it's kind of like hitting two birds with one stone, There we go. Say. Well, they do. And look, tell us, is there a particular theme or a focus for ASA this year that that you're looking to cover? The theme of this this year's event is re-engage. Getting back together in person, re-engaging, networking face-to-face and just feeling the excitement and love and enthusiasm back in in the room again. Each day we've got a different theme. We've got um, leadership, platform and promotion. Massively it is around staffing shortages still. It is um, a challenge right yeah. across uh, your section and our industry as and well. everyone, yep. yeah. So um, there's, whilst that is um, somewhat of an issue, we're focusing on the, the business and supporting the business as a whole um, with those three themes being our key focus Very as good. well as coming back together. Look, so, I, I love it, the whole re-engage thing. And so... If you are still considering uh, turning up at Splash, don't consider. Just do. There is no try. Only do in the words of Yoda. Um, (laughs) Come and turn up. It is going to be something else. We're really looking forward, Emily, to seeing all of of the ASA swim school people represented. And hopefully we'll see a few guys uh, around at the after party as well to celebrate our our industry and just let our hair down for a business up and party down experience, Emily. Open for everyone, which is exciting. So (laughs) everyone can get back again in person networking with pants on of course. What, well, <laughs> you know, that was the old Zoom meeting the last couple yeah. of years, wasn't it? Which is kind of left to imagination. I look business up top, but what's going on downstairs? <laughs> well, all will be revealed at the after party, <laughs> if you've been wondering. And we're looking forward to seeing you there, Emily, and looking forward to seeing you there, of course. Can't wait to see you all there. That's almost a wrap-up for today and uh, our Splash podcast. I do just want to take a couple of minutes, though, to talk about some conversations that it's really good to see our industry maturing and being able to have. And you might also be chairing one of these uh, conversations for industry at the uh, Splash Seminars coming up at the Expo. You are spot on, David. These debates that are starting to come through, and uh, I think it, it lays a nice uh, yeah, it's a preview, path isn't for what it? we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's a preview. And then and then we'll we'll get up on stage and we'll talk back and forth uh, and explore really what consumers can expect from the what's, heating side What's of the topic that we've got here in the magazine and that you will be chairing? 
Uh, so the one in the magazine is is looking at solar versus heat pumps, um, yeah. and I suppose it's an expanded version of that on stage at Splash. I really want to focus on kind of what's best for the consumer. Um, to me, it comes down to managing um, consumer expectations, and I think that's what makes or break it at the end of the day. And, you know, there's a couple of new standards coming out which are going to help us shape what that looks like in real life. Uh, but, yeah, very exciting discussion ahead. We also talk in this magazine and have a conversation about the term fresh water. Worth having a read how we define uh, the different sanitizer systems for pools, where that sits, what that means, the changing, I suppose, processes that we're putting into sanitization as well. So that's good. And coming up, Luke, in the next issue of Splash and also a seminar that will be had on stage that will be chaired, I believe, by Sparza CEO Lindsay McGrath is surface staining, where blankets and heat uh, have a role, where chemistry and water balance have a role, uh, and the surface maintenance and processes and the quality of the surface and coatings as well. Spot on, mate. I'm excited. I can't wait for it. And we're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Splash podcast. See you then. See you then. I might start a survey, David, to see how many people will come if you just shut up for 35 seconds. You are really having a bad day. I just got to ask, look, are you okay? I know that was our biggest podcast yet, and it's coming up again a little later this year, but are you okay, Luke? I'm okay, but you sounded like a, you sounded like you were off the set of Gilmore Girls, mate, not even stopping to breathe. The Gilmore Girls. I, I love Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs>